intuition can come in many different forms. And the mastery comes in practicing interpreting what you're perceiving and being able to see with clarity and neutrality the information that's come so that you can react and change how you relate to the world based on that information. Hi, and welcome to Clarity Cafe, your space to get some clarity on life. I'm Barb, and I'm here with my co-host, Callie, and we're excited to have you here today to participate again in another little Clarity Cafe episode. First of all, we want to give a shout out to everybody who's been joining us and participating in the exercises and giving us comments and likes and shares. Super fun. It's just been an amazing couple seasons, and I personally have just found it to be such a fulfilling endeavor to connect with folks in this context. So really appreciate your participation. Please continue to participate. Let us know what is working for you. Uh, We're always up for new topics that you might want us to do a podcast on. So any and all suggestions are really welcome. One thing I'd like to mention here is we're talking a lot as we go through the particularly in season two about relationships and we're continuing that conversation and how we express ourselves and speak our truth to ourselves and in our intimate relationships particularly. And there's an offer if you go to claritycafepodcast.com to be able to participate in a course on intimate relationships. Highly recommend it and would love to hear how that works for you when you go get a chance to go check that out. But let's get to today's episode And in the last episode, as we talked about, we were talking about speaking your truth and such a big topic. We wanted to continue on this episode to uh, talk about connecting with your intuition. It's sort of an integral part of speaking your truth because, you know, all those feelings that you have that you've had since you were a little kid that maybe you got invalidated at some point in your life and thought, oh, that's not really very valuable. I don't have a fact around that or a, or science around that. And believe me, I'm a big proponent of science and facts and understanding, you know, all of the things in the physical world and also trying to understand all the things in our mental and emotional and spiritual worlds. But really also being able to honor within the context of all that information, what is your intuition telling you and how to take advantage of that power that we all have but that we might not be using as well as we possibly could to have a full picture of the world and to have a full picture of our truth. Well, this is it, Barbara. I have to say, if there was one thing that could sum up my life work, it's all about connecting people with their intuition. I am so passionate about this because we all have our ways that we think that the world should go. And for me, I think the best answers come when we're all individually connected to our own inner truth and we have a deep and clear relationship with our intuition that can guide us. Because down there, deep inside of us, I believe that there are universal truths, universal wisdom. Be kind to one another. Treat the planet with respect. Treat each other with respect and continue to seek to grow and learn and have fun and laugh and connect. All of those things, those universal truths, I do believe are there within our own intuition. So for me, this is the single most important work that I've done to date and will continue to do until my last breath. So let's dive in because, you know, 
the one thing we want to do with our intuition besides clean it up and get all those voices in our head from being so noisy is learn to not take ourselves so seriously and add in some divine wisdom and humor to how we connect with ourselves and have that inner clarity. The more quiet and present that we are internally, the easier it is to hear those voices. You know, you make a good point when there's a lot of noise around, it's hard for to distinguish what are your thoughts and what are your intuition telling you versus what are all the things you just read in the media or that you just heard in a conversation. I know that I think particularly, you know, it's so important uh, under stressful situations to be able to find that moment of peace and and check in with our intuition. It's one of the things we tend to, if we're upset or triggered, that tends to kind of fly out the window because now we're in this mode of just dealing with a limited amount of information and a lot of static. So as we become present and we start to say, oh, how does that feel in my body? I mean, I find I can usually tell if something is feeling good for me by like, oh, what's going on with my shoulders and then the breath. How does that feel in my breath? Am I breathing up just around my shoulder blades and up in the clavicles or am I breathing down into my belly? Because that controls all of the sort of parasympathetic uh, nervous system so that in that moment, I'm able to connect with that intuition and honor it and believe it. Uh, so a lot of the tools that we talk about not getting triggered or you know, reducing triggers and being able to be more calm and peaceful help us to get in touch with our intuition, which is why all the meditation tools, you know, that we offer um, a little bit of chill and the other kinds of tools that we talk about, whether they're simple physical things, little Qigong tools, or, you know, just taking a minute and taking a breath can help us to come back and connect with that intuition and then feel that situation is, oh, okay, so I have this information. This just adds to the information I have to understand and really be able to speak my truth and in this conversation. Oh, Barb, I know I got to stay on the topic of intuition, which is so fun. But I have to say, I have to tell our listeners that we got to spend some time together recently and record some fun Barb Qigong little snips and longer snips of different breathing and body and movement. And uh, so stay tuned. Some of that's going to drop for free. You'll be seeing it. Super fun. But back to intuition. Yes. Chill mindset is just another way to say connected to your intuition and in your calm, cool, collected space. So we have those chill mindset tools on Clarity Cafe. You can find them there. And it teaches six basic tools for how to get into your intuitive space. In fact, finding your center, the very first tool that's taught, is putting you in that intuitive space that allows us to see with clarity and start to separate what is a thought versus intuition. So I'd like to just spend a moment to talk about our experience of that. Because Barb, I think what, one of the things you were talking about is getting your body calmed down to be able to hear and have some clarity. And that's that's one aspect of how we can know if we're in our intuition or not. And then I think another tool that can be used is to understand that a thought tends to be noisy, long, repetitive, can be triggering, it can be, you know, lead to emotional stuff, but it's a different flavor. 
than being connected with the intuition. And by the way, there's lots of different types of intuition. You've got clairvoyance, the ability to see with clarity. You have clairaudience, the ability to hear. That's what people talk about telepathy, like, oh, hey, Barb, are you thinking about that? I was thinking the same thing, you know? Oh, it seemed like we're kind of having that conversation, even though we weren't using our mouths. So that would be that clairaudience. There's clairsentience, the ability to feel and perceive emotionally different information. And for those of you that are like, wait, what? Well, let's think about that. Someone walks in the room and they have feelings and they're, they may be emoting certain emotions, even though physically they're not. If you've ever felt somebody from across the room or felt how they were feeling from across the room, that's clairsentience. So that is another way that we perceive. There's clairnosis. That's fun. That's knowing with clarity. And the list goes on. But just to keep it simple for this episode, my point is intuition can come in many different forms. And the mastery comes in practicing interpreting what you're perceiving and being able to see with clarity and neutrality the information that's come so that you can react and change how you relate to the world based on that information. Mm, so much there. Yes, all those different ways. And and one thing I've noticed is that different people have different ways of connecting with their intuition. When I was going through my Qigong program, talking about seeing auras and seeing energy, and some people are like, yeah, yeah, it's really easy. And other people were like, I don't think I'm ever going to be able to do that. And the answer is, great, how do you perceive things then? And it would turn out that they had a really strong way to perceive it clairsentiently or perceive it, you know, in their body versus being able to visualize it. And we all have different, we can cultivate all these different ways of being in our intuition and and perceiving our intuition. Everyone has their own way. And I just uh, want to make sure that our listeners are recognizing and kind of learning to recognize what their unique gifts are, because all of us have that capability. And it's a fun journey to cultivate that, you know, through meditation, um, through reflection, self-reflection, through the physical practices, and also all the meditation and, and mental and spiritual practices that we are all on the road to and that we're offering uh, uh, some useful tools over at Little Bit of Chill. So I encourage you to really check those out and start to identify which parts of these is coming up for you in terms of where your intuition lies and how you perceive things. Because some of us are just not aware, you know, they'll just be like, oh, I remember when I was working in the corporate world and I had a lot of people come into my office and talk about different topics. And there were just certain people that afterwards I would feel like drained or I even honestly would feel like my neck would start hurting. <laughs> and then I realized, oh, that's that is the the interaction I'm having with that person is affecting me emotionally. It's actually affecting me physically as well because I'm perceiving something. And it was helpful to recognize that. And it gave me a way to see a little bit, you know, beyond the valence of what the conversation was. If it didn't feel right, if I felt weird afterwards, you know, tired or, you know, kind of cranky or in pain, that was a good sign for me to go back and look at that situation and see what my body was telling me. 
Yeah, that's you made so many good points, Barb. I want to talk about them all, but I am going to go back to what you just said, which is many of us without having healthy separations, and that's something that's taught in the Chill Tools course, uh, can end up taking people's energy into our bodies. And that's a whole conversation. Oh my gosh, that's a whole conversation about how we can pick up other people's vibe and end up, it kind of sticks to us and creates pain. So thank you for bringing that up, Barb, because that's absolutely something that happens. And I also really love if I had pom-poms, <laughs> yay, 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 Barb, for saying it, <laughs> that we all perceive differently and we all have different skill sets in how we perceive. So there's no right or wrong way. It's about connecting with yourself and learning and discovering your unique ways and expanding different areas if you want to, you know, so that's the fun of it. You know, my mom, who is a big Clarity fan, she's one of our Clarity sisters. So yay. Hi, mom. Shout out. Hi, mom. <laughs> I'm going to tell one of her superpowers. She is very clairsentient. So my mom from across the room can pick up someone else's emotion. And if it catches her off guard, you know, immediately she can feel that emotion. And I have that too. And it can be in an instant, just boom, that emotion of that other person hits. You know, sometimes it can be grief or some pr pretty heavy things. And we learn to create healthy boundaries and separations and, and those tools so that that doesn't necessarily happen. It's a way that we're all connected, right? It's part of humanity to be able to see and know what is going on with other people. The key is to learn that we don't have to run all of that through our body, that we get to have our own healthy little bubble and be healthy in that bubble. And we can see and acknowledge other people's emotions or things that they're going through while still being true to our own wellness. So for those of you who are deep into working in with your intuition or those of you who are just now figuring out that you may have different ways that you pick up intuitively things, wherever you are on the spectrum, there's always something to be learned. I'm continuing to learn and I've been teaching this stuff for over 20 years. So that's the fun of it. It's called a practice and meditation practice and intuition practice. And there are many methodologies and modalities to get to clarity and to hone that's those skill sets. So there's no one right or wrong way, but I highly encourage you to don't take it seriously. Like there's so many people out there that are like, I'm going to be super spiritual right now, or I'm going to be super intuitive right now, or I got this information, so it must be true. Well, no, not necessarily. It kind of depends on how good you are at clearing the filters from what you're perceiving versus being able to interpret that with clarity. So, so have some fun with it. Take it lightly, play with it. And that's where you get to really learn and grow. Yeah. Use all that intuition to pick up other people's joy and rattle along with that. I mean, that's one of the reasons why we love to play and why we love to be in community and share things. So, you know, we talk about a lot of heavy topics of picking up grief, et cetera, but Joy and calm and happiness are just as contagious as uh, any of the sort of heavier emotions. I always think about like his honor, the Dalai Lama, who, you know, clearly has lots of things on his plate and lots of human beings to, to be concerned about and his meditation practices, et cetera. But when you see him talk, he's always laughing. He's always joyful and seeing the sort of cosmic humor and everything. So 
that one of my goals is to always be able to stay in that space and then be able to be more serious when it's appropriate. So I love that you brought that up, how contagious all these things are. And and then we'll explore in future episodes, of course, how to better distinguish your emotions and your intuition from other people's so that you're running closer to your own truth. Yeah. And I think just being able to seek out to better understand one's own truth or intuition in that journey, a lot of development can happen. And the lighter we take it, the more amusing we can have, more amusement we can have with it, the easier that process goes. So when we give ourselves some space to, again, have that learning mindset, we can absorb more and we can see things from different perspectives. And for some of us, you know, a certain set of tools are going to work and for others, it may be different. But recognizing that, as you were calling it, contagious aspect of intuition, you know, it's like, it's just, it's the highest, most sophisticated form of communication as beings, human beings, right? We're humans and we're a being, we're, we're a consciousness, an entity in a body. And so being human beings, we have these really sophisticated ways of communicating that haven't been taught very much in our society. So just recognizing that and saying, okay, well, but there are those of us who really have developed it and we have freedom to be able to do that because we're in a free will society and free will choices. And so giving ourselves permission to explore that can be really life-changing. And then we realize how important us having our own mental health and wellness and finding our own happy can be contagious or highly communicated to those around us. So shine your light as bright as you can and make your practice about shining your light bright. And you'll find that the people around you can see, you know, often can see that and respond to that. Now, a couple of times, you know, might some people might not respond so well (laughs) because they've got their own stuff to work through and they're not ready to do that. But a lot of times people's will start to turn on their bright light, their own internal light, and they'll start to shine it brighter. And then the communities that we build, and this is why we're so committed to this clarity community, is that the communities we build, we become reflections or spaces to help illuminate all of our individual lights into a community light that grows brighter and brighter. So it's all connected. And I know that this is a a big, big topic and we won't try to (laughs) bite it off all at once. But I, but I do want to just share that it's an ecosystem and that the impacts, you know, are far and wide of one single individual developing their own intuition. Beautiful. It all starts with that one pebble you throw in the pond and it radiates out in infinite number of circles out into the world. So as we wind up this episode, One homework you could do is just start to observe your intuition and really start to identify what is your superpower? How many of those different kinds of ways to perceive things? How in touch do you stay with your intuition as you go throughout the day? Just check in. You know, sometimes if you, there's many stories of people getting on a, thinking they're going to get on an airplane, but they have intuition not to. And then there's a problem with the plane later, you know, just Hopefully nothing that dramatic will happen in your life in the next few days. But, you know, those intuitions of 
oh, I have an intuition, maybe I should do a little more preparation for this, or I'm going to take a different route. You know, start to listen to those things and let us know on social media. If you're following us on Facebook and and Instagram at at Clarity Cafe Podcast, or if you want to go to claritycafepodcast.com, our website, we would love to hear from you, kind of how your intuition works for you and what you're working on with it and what are your intuitive superpowers. At that, I'd like to thank all of you guys for joining us today. And hopefully it's there's been some tidbits that are helpful. And as always, take what works for you and let the rest of it go. Let that baggage go and, and continue this practice called life. So one thing that we would love if you would do is however you're listening to this podcast, whether it's on Apple or Spotify or another podcast platform, is leave us a review. Give us some stars. Tell us what you like about it and how it's useful for your life. We really appreciate reviews. It helps us to stay in touch. And it also helps other people to learn about Clarity Cafe. On our next episode of Clarity Cafe, we're going to talk about a big, juicy topic expectations, those things that we bring into our everyday life unconsciously a lot of the time and consciously of other people, of ourselves, of situations. So we're going to start to look at those and how we can use those expectations to to set up what we want to manifest versus expectations that are unrealistic or maybe not even really true to ourselves. So until next time, Thanks for being part of the Clarity fam and we'll see you soon.